Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, July 5th. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are happy that you have joined us for this uh, very short uh, 4th of July holiday weekend episode. Uh, We won't be before you guys too long, but uh, just thanking you guys for joining in uh, once again this Sunday night. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Denise so that she may reach you as well, but just wanted you all to know that if you have a question or a comment, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. And now turning it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone. Thank you all for uh, joining us tonight. I should say, uh, I should just really say hello, because some of you, it is uh, morning time. So, um, Thank you guys all for joining us here on Beauty Talk, wherever you are in the world. We appreciate you. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you supporting us uh, week after week. So thank you guys um, once again for that. And we just want to give a quick shout out to um, our listeners here on the home front in the U.S. We thank you guys so much uh, for your continued support. And then, you know, we always get a lot of love from the U.K., so we thank you guys over there for um, your support there as well. And if you hadn't listened to our, the last couple of shows that we've done, we've had actually three beauty experts um, from the U.K. Um, on the show. So please go back and take a listen uh, to those episodes and uh, just get ready for some wonderful episodes to come um, in the next uh, few weeks. So. Um, continue to follow us, continue to join us um, every night and throughout the week. And then also you can follow us on our social media. We'll be uh, tweeting uh, tonight from uh, Beauty Talk, and that's on Twitter, beauty underscore talk. And then on Instagram, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And then on Facebook, we're beauty talk online radio. So, again, we'll be tweeting tonight during the show at, on Twitter at beauty underscore talk, so you can follow along there. And what hashtags are you using? Uh, of course, I'll be using beauty talk. Um, and then um, maybe depending on I'll, – I'll base the others on uh, whatever, uh, you know, based on what we say tonight on the show. But, but definitely you want to follow with beauty talk. Okay. Sounds good. And just want to remind you, this week we are rolling out our very first uh, definition of beauty um, 
post. So we want to, again, uh, encourage all of you who would like to participate to, um, first of all, follow us on Instagram. We have beauty underscore talk underscore media. Um, that's where you will see your actual visual post. All we need is like a headshot style or, you know, type of photo from you guys. Your definition of beauty, uh, 30 words or less. And uh, just telling us your name, city and state, your occupation, um, and we'll get it out. And, um, again, your definition of beauty in 30 words or less. If you want to hear, if you want us to hear your definition, you can send it, um, you can send a 60-second or less definition via an MP3 format file. And we will play your definition right here on Beauty Talk, okay? But again, all of this information needs to be sent to us via email at beautygirlsmedia at gmail.com. That's B-E-A-U-T-Y-G-I-R-L-S-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com, okay? And we'll get that on, um, and we'll get that on for you. Let's see. What else did I have for you guys? What else? What else? What else? Um, I was. I just thought about it. You. You just mentioned our, one of our uh, interviews from the UK, and I just, as I was talking about the definition of beauty, I do have a definition of beauty from one of our uh, guests that we had um, a few weeks back from the UK. She did share her definition and wanted to. Uh, we didn't get a chance to ask that question. Um, when we did her interview. So she was saying that she was waiting for it, you know, and that's, that's something that we ask all of our, uh, all of our guests when they come on, what their definition of beauty is. And I guess for, for some of the guests who are also listeners of the show, they, they know what's coming. So they're, they're waiting on it. <laughs> they're waiting on it. And we forgot to ask her. So I apologize to Christina, um, but she did send it in to us and we're going to make sure that we, um, we play it here on the show as well, okay? So, again, um, not only do we ask our guests that, but we're asking our followers and friends of the show, supporters of the show, to send us your definitions of beauty. So make sure you guys get those in. All right, and we will be right back after this very quick commercial break. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. 
All right, we are back. Again, this is our 4th of July holiday weekend episode, so we will not be before you long. I just wanted to remind you of something that I mentioned a few weeks ago. Uh, ProBeauty.org offers, um, they have this webinar series. So just wanted to re- uh, remind you guys to take advantage of that, uh, that webinar series. And actually, starting in a couple days, July 8th, well, let me go back. Starting tomorrow, actually, July 6th, they have a webinar series uh, with Michelle O'Connor. Um, it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay? So on the West Coast, they're a little early, 11 a.m., with Michelle O'Connor, July 6th, which is tomorrow. July 8th, which is Wednesday, same time, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, is um, a series with Nicholas French. It's From the Earth to the Moon, Journey of a Lifetime with Nicholas French. And then on July 13th, Julius Caesar. So again, that's 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you don't want to miss that. And you can go out to uh, the probeauty.org website um, to register. Okay? So it's not too late to register. And just want to remind you guys about that. Um, It's not too late. And again, tomorrow, Michelle O'Connor, Wednesday, Nicholas French, and on July 13th, it's Julius Caesar. So just I wanted to keep mentioning it because I want us to take advantage of, um, you know, of these sessions. You know, they're top educator, educators and stylists um, sharing advice, telling their stories, and just helping us, um, you know, throughout this process. While we're home, a lot of beauty professionals are still home. While we're home, Let's take the time to get this education in, okay? If you are a PBA member, registration is free. If you are not a PBA member, it's only $10 for the entire series. So, I mean, (laughs) you can't beat that either way, whether you're a member or not. um, That's an unbelievable price um, to hear, you know, these, these, these talented uh, people speak, okay? So the series, I mean, the series, you know, there's other um, sessions that have gone on back in June and May. So you can go out, once you register for the series, you can go out and watch all of those past um, webinars. So make sure you take advantage of that. I know that I'm going to have to sit down this week and take advantage of it um, as well. Okay, so make sure you go out there and register for that. One of the things that I wanted to talk about, um, I saw an article, and it talks about, you know, how lipstick is the number one selling beauty product out there, right? Right. And, I mean, that's, and that's always going to be, you know what I mean? That's always been, I don't think there's, 
there was ever anything that would change, you know, as far as beauty products. I don't think anything will ever outsell lipstick. Right. We've never had COVID-19. So now that COVID-19 is here, everyone's, well, I wish everyone was, but for the, for the most part, the majority of people are wearing masks. Right. Therefore, no one sees your lipstick. <laughs> Therefore, there's no rush to run out and re-up on your lipstick that you, you know, you've used up. There's no need to run out and go find a fabulous new color for the summer because nobody can see your lipstick. So right. that leads me to the question, or and actually a statement, because in this article they talked about how lipstick sales have sunk. It's just not happening like that right now. So it just lead me, led me to, to ask the question, you know, do you think when this is all said and done that lipstick will be back on the rise or do you think people will be so out of habit of wearing it that, you know, some people will, you know, will go back to wearing it. Some won't. Some will be in a rush to run out and go buy new lipsticks. Some won't, you know what I mean? Some people will just kind of like use what they have. And you know how there are some people who just go out and just maybe buy all the time. You know, will that change it's just it just led me to wonder about people's habits and how they're going to respond now. Like, well, right now we know that they're not buying it, so that's that's what has led to um, lipstick sales. But it makes me wonder what's going to happen with lipstick in the future. Will at this current time, will eyeshadow take over lipstick sales? So now that lipstick is thinking, will eyeshadow take over lipstick sales right now? And then in the future, will eyeshadows continue to be on the rise? Or, or do you think people are even focusing on their eyes? Is it more so the lips like it's always been? What do you think? You know what? I, I think... I think some people really don't care about the mask. I think they are um, they're wearing lipstick anyway. They don't care if it gets on the mask or not. I just think you know, you know, for some they may have some really good matte lipsticks. Um, even though you know some mattes will they will still you know leave a little residue, and some of them won't. So um, I think some people are just wearing a really good lipstick, and whether they have a mask on or not, because you know some people really just um, don't even wear a mask, I'm noticing. I'm noticing they're not even wearing masks. You know, what What would really, um, I would really like to, like, check out some of the counters um, in the department stores or Sephora or Ulta to see what's really selling nowadays. Because like you said, yeah, lipstick pretty much outsells most cosmetic products. But nowadays, I'm I'm sure that's really what's not on most people's mind, um, like you said. 
But um, I think some people, regardless, will still wear their lipstick, mask or not. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, you know, I was again, I was reading a couple articles about the subject, and one question that came up was, you know, how we how people are thinking that okay, well, eyeshadow is going to be on the rise, and it's going to take over the lipstick category. And then then there was the question, well, is it necessarily going to be eyeshadow that's on the rise? What about, you know, your mascaras and your liners? Will they be more on a rise than eyeshadow? And, and I will say this. For me, if I was going to go out and start buying a lot of cosmetic products, um, because, you know, something different, because now that I'm not buying lipsticks or lip glosses, I'm, I'm going to be buying, you know, an eye product. If I was going to be spending money on an eye product, it would be my liners and my mascaras and, and my brow color, stuff like that. I wouldn't necess- necessarily um, be out buying shadow. That's just me. Because for the, for, for the most part, I'm not even at this point wearing a lot of makeup. So when I right. do put on makeup, when you know what I mean? And so when I do put on makeup, for me it's going to be more so good skincare because I definitely need and I need that more now than before because this mask situation, you know, and my skin, we ain't liking each other. So for me, it's going to be more of good skin care, and I know how I am on a daily basis. If sometimes when I go out, if I don't put on liners, I look tired. Right. So for me, it's going to be more about buying my liners um, and and enhancing the eye area, but not necessarily with color. With, with when I say color, I just mean like. Not necessarily with eyeshadows. You know, I'll just play up the liners, top, bottom, mascara, and be done. Because for the most part, you know, if your face is covered, and to be honest with you, I'm not so worried about the eyes at this point. So it's interesting. But for those people who are still doing a full face of makeup or or some makeup. I, I can see where they would, where they get the question about the eyeshadow. I can see where they would think that the eyeshadow would, um, um, you know, play a part and play a huge part. So I guess it remains to be seen what's, you know, going to happen with that, you know? It remains yeah. to be seen. But I will suggest um, those people out there, you may not be buying the six or lip glosses, you may not be wearing lipsticks or lip glosses. But what you should be wearing under those masks, you should be wearing a lip balm, something that's going to keep your lips moist. That should not stop. True. And for those people who, who, when they have dry lips, they put on lip glosses, that's a no-no. That's not what keeps your lips moisturized. So... You should be wearing a good lip balm. I will say that. Um, And definitely um, keeping, 
keeping your face moisturized because, uh, you know, different, everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's wearing all different versions of a mask. You know what I mean? Um, and so right. I think it's important to keep your skin very moisturized and keep your skin clean. Now, if, you know, now better than, you know, ever, you have to make sure that you're cleaning your face at least twice a day. And for some people, when you come home and you take that mask off, you might have to do a cleaning right then and there. But you, may, you should make sure that you're one, depending on what type of mask you have, that you're either throwing them away after every use or that you're washing them after every use. Right. Keep, keep the mask fresh. Keep it fresh is what I say. Um, Definitely. I mean, I didn't mean to turn it into the ma- a mask conversation, but <laughs> while we're on it, I just had to say it. But, um, and then I'm hoping, again, that everyone is wearing a mask, um, not just thinking about yourselves, but thinking about others as well. Um, yeah. Another thing I, I, I thought about and was reading about this week, <clears throat> you just remember back in the day when beauty uh, bloggers started coming on the scene. And I just remember when there was, and it's, it's so funny because I remember years and years ago when we first started out with our cosmetics line and um, playing around with that, um, I remember starting like my version of a newsletter. Mm-hmm. And so all of my clients um, that bought cosmetics for me, I would like get their emails, sign them up for this newsletter, and I would email them this newsletter. In this newsletter, I shared makeup tips. Um, I had special sales, you know. And when I think about that, and then some years later, you start seeing these um, beauty blogs, Newsletters being offered through websites, and I'm like, wow, that was like so before its time. But I thought about when beauty bloggers were just starting out, and just that whole process of, um, you know, having something a, a blog that you could go to to read about products, but also just having bloggers reaching out to us so that they could test out our product. Right. And I, but I just thought about how, and I'm, and when I say all this, I'm thinking about some bloggers who I just remember their humble beginnings and then what their blogs grew to. Mm-hmm. So it was great to see that transformation. And then for years, these blogs would go on and they would be, you know, really successful beauty blogs. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you had your influencers that came along. And to me, somewhere, somewhere along the lines, it kind of was like an overlapping of, of some sort because 
you would talk about people and you would reference them as being beauty bloggers, but then you would have these influencers, and then people would be confused about, okay, what's the difference? But then you started to see some of the beauty bloggers that you knew of, how they kind of just like slowly but surely stopped doing their blogs. You didn't see them, you know, doing it anymore. And all of a sudden it was all about your Instagram influencers or the, or YouTube influencers. Mm-hmm. And the thing about YouTube was YouTube was around when these beauty bloggers were starting their blogs. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it just seemed like all of a sudden there were these YouTube influencers and these IG influencers, and I felt like I felt like there was no longer a, a space almost for beauty bloggers. And for me, I know that people are very visual, and they will kind of lag on to latch on to a visual a video, uh, a picture faster than they will going and reading about something. Me personally, I, I miss the beauty blogs. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that there aren't, there aren't people out there who are still doing it. I'm just thinking about some of the popular ones who did it and are no longer doing it. Um, And it just makes me wonder, what do you have to do or what do you have to present to um, get people interested again in your actual beauty blog? What do you think about that? I I think um, if you're going to do a beauty blog, an actual blog, it's going to be a blog with more photos than words. Because I think that's what people are drawn to, and that's why, um, and that's why Instagram is such a hit and has been since the beginning. Um, I think, and it's so unfortunate that people aren't taking the time to read as much um, anymore. Because even with influencers and YouTube and all that, it's all about you know them getting on there, doing that makeup demo, you know chatting while they're doing it, people would rather sit and look at something, whether it's a still photo or a moving photo, you know, or like a moving picture, like, you know, a video. They would rather look at something than to sit and actually read. And I think um, somehow that there needs to be a push, I think, to get people reading. And I'm not sure what that's going to take unless unless it's um, – you know, a combination of photos, videos within the blog, um, mm-hmm. with, you know, with like a few words, like just maybe like one paragraph or something, but mainly photos and videos. I think that will capture people's attention um, and get them back to just, you know, to blogs. Because now you have like, of course, podcasts. Um, you know, when we started this podcast 11 years ago, you know, there are, there are people still doing podcasts, but people actually wanted to sit and listen, 
Now people don't have the attention span to listen to anything hardly for more than like 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and so right. you can, you know, have a podcast where you are, um, you know, where, where like for us, we, we normally go for an hour. And so we give like beauty news, we bring the guests on, we talk to the guests. You know, when we talk to our guests, we want to find out certain things from our guests. One, who they are. To how they, you know, where they're from, three, how they got started, um, you know, basically they've given us information about their journey. And then, you know, we also want to know how can you, you know, give a little bit of what you've learned to someone else coming behind you, you know, depending on the career that, you know, that they're the profession that they're in. So we want to know all of these things. And sometimes all of these things don't take place in, in 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So sometimes it, you know, you really have interesting guests, then it will take place within an hour. And sometimes an hour is not enough. I remember, you know, doing this show years ago and having Sam Fine on. And we would go for like an hour and a half, sometimes almost two hours. But it's because we have an interesting guest and people want to know. They, they want inform- there's information that they want to know about, about Sam Fine. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it takes time, but, but we're we're in a society now where, you know, people act as if they don't have time. But guess what? COVID-19 proved that we all have a little bit extra time now, you know, and it's like, it, you know, you just have to sit and you have to, you know, what's important to you? You know, there were times when we would have, like, the chat room to this, to this show where, I mean, I think there was, I think the chat room was a whole separate show than the actual show and the guests being interviewed, yeah, you know, it was, it was where people came together and, and, you know, and they, they, you know, they listened to the show live, but they also communicated with one another inside the chat and it was a whole thing, but it's like people don't take the time. Nobody wants to take the time to stop, sit still for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour to listen or to read or to participate or whatever. But if it's, mm-hmm. but they'll sit for an hour and flip through Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, they'll do that. So it's like, I think you have to, you have to start slow, meet people where they are. You know, they want, um, you know, they want things to be quick. So when it comes to your blog, I think it's just a matter of giving them the photos they want to see giving them uh, the video that they want to see and just make sure the videos aren't long videos, but give them like quick, you know, I say one to, to three minute videos, give them as many pictures as you want to give them and just give them very few words, a paragraph or less. And I think you'll keep people's attention. Yeah. Sad to say, yeah, but I think. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, it, it was just a thought. It was just something that I thought about, um, and I was just out there looking at some of the um, bloggers out there, the key, some of the key bloggers out there. And, you know, when you go and you look at who some of the top bloggers are, honestly, I'm, I'm sorry, not, I didn't mean to say bloggers, influencers. So if you go out there and look to see who some of the top influencers are, there are actually some. Um, there are actually people who actually own beauty brands, and they are considered top influencers based on their numbers. And so, you know, with Instagram, it's all about 
the numbers. And, you know, I just remember with the beauty blogs, I mean, you know, you were popular for whatever reason you were popular, but it didn't have anything to do with your numbers, you know. Right. Uh, you, You may have had a large following or something like that, but it was more about your content and, you know, the information that you brought, you know, to your, your followers. So it's just interesting how things change. Um, I'm not favoring one way over another. I honestly would just love to see a mix. You know what I mean? I would love to see, you know, more beauty bloggers back in the game. Um, but like you said, I don't know what it would take to to get back there because it's really all about what what people want and how they want to receive their information. So just a thought, just a thought um, to leave everybody with. Um, Again, just putting it out there again one more time. Again, we would love to get your definitions of beauty, so please um, send them out. You will hear us talking more about it. You'll see us going live pretty soon. Um, Excuse me. You'll see us going live pretty soon um, to talk more about it. Um, But we're going to start rolling some of them out, and um, and and we're just going to see how it goes. It's something that we've been wanting to do. We've been talking about it for over a year now, um, just collecting people's definitions and. just, you know, giving people an opportunity to share. But we want to hear from our listeners. We don't care where in the world you live. You are more than welcome to send us your definition of beauty. And, again, the email address is beautygirls, with an S, media at gmail.com. Send us your definitions of beauty. We will get them out there. Um, again, follow us on beauty underscore talk underscore media on Instagram. And then we will also post them on our Facebook page. If you are a Facebook person and prefer Facebook, you will see them on our Facebook page. And we are um, Beauty Talk Online. So make sure you follow us there as well. All also, right. we have uh, coming up. Uh, we told you guys a couple weeks ago that we participated on a panel with the powder, with Michael Develis of the Powder Group and several other uh, black artists, uh, black makeup artists, and we were talking about the black artist experience. And it's just a conversation on race and racism in the industry, in the beauty industry. And so we shared uh, that day on that panel, um, but before we did the panel, I shared that. I shared with the panelists that I would love to take that conversation forward and bring it to Beauty Talk. And so we are now prepping to do it. It will be anywhere from a six to eight part episode series. So we're we're prepping, we're getting our guests together, and we would like to bring that conversation to Beauty Talk um, for our listeners around the world. Um, for our friends and, um, you know, for our friends who are not black artists, for them to hear us speak, for them to listen to what we're saying. 
um, and to to see how we all can work together to um, to make this more of an industry that's equal and fair. Okay, so that conversation is coming uh, to Beauty Talk. And then we're also working on and prepping another series of episodes. We we're talking about this definition of beauty campaign that we're, we're doing. We're also working on um, bringing a series of conversations together um, where we're going to go in deep conversation about beauty and what your definition of beauty is. And we have a select number of, of, of guests that we want to bring on to talk about their definition of beauty. So look out for those as well. We're going to um, be bringing those to Beauty Talk really soon also. Okay? So, again, we thank you for tuning in. We thank you. I know some of you all are probably still celebrating this holiday weekend, but we thank you um, for tuning in. We thank you for those who will listen later on the playback. For those of you who are in other countries and it's too late for you to be listening right now, um, we know that you'll be listening through playback, and we say thank you. We greatly appreciate your support. So, again, follow us on Instagram, beauty underscore talk underscore media. You can follow us on Twitter. We are beauty underscore talk. And on Facebook, we are beauty talk online. You can follow both my sister and I on all social media platforms and our websites and all of that by our names. I am Janice Tunnell, that's J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and my sister is Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. Again, we thank you guys for your support. Continue to have a safe holiday weekend. Have a safe week. And have a beautiful and blessed evening. Good night, everybody, or good morning, wherever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in.